What's up, dirty cunts? It's Friday. <laughs> oh, I used to love it. When, uh, sometimes we wouldn't get to do a, an abysmus on Thursday for whatever reason. And then we'd nail them on Friday and they'd be all excited because it's Friday. <laughs> but I always loved Fridays. Friday, because Fridays were eval days for the pool. So you're running home happy and proud and knowing you had a good day at the pool and then you had the weekend so you gotta go for like the little victories it's always the little victories are you still breathing yes alright that is a victory so yesterday I went for three hot yogas I did the 9am came home did some gardening and studying and uh, hanging out and then uh, did the 5.30 and then attempted the 7.30. The 9 a.m. Was, was pretty good. I mean, I was, eh, you know, I mean, I fall out of my postures here or there and, you know, but um, slept well, everything was good. So I didn't hate myself after the class. I thought it, it went well. Um, the 5.30... My hips were loose, and I'd had, uh, let's see, so it's it Thursday, so Wednesday I took a 6 a.m. power, this is all at the Union, by the way, here in San Antonio, uh, there are other places I go to, I haven't been to, well, since the coronavirus took off, and most of the yoga places have closed, um, but I like the Union, been going there for... 14 years so it's a good spot so I um, power was good on Wednesday morning and then I taught a class Wednesday night but uh, we did uh, frog frog is like you're trying to put your side thighs onto the ground out to the side and lay your body flat and your feet are pointed out sideways too wasn't too bad um, enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the young cone that was with me, I think she enjoyed it too. She's like, I thought you said that Bikram was harder. And I said, well, I think Bikram is harder. And she said, oh, I'm glad you told me that because this was much harder. <laughs> but it kind of depends on who you are or where you are or what day it is that, you know, like maybe Pilates is worse than, uh, or a trim and tone or, you know, what day is it? Is this going to be a good or a bad? And uh, not that it was bad, but, you know, it was challenging. But power, once you kind of get the rhythm, because it's a lot of sun salutations, uh, chaturangas, so it's high plank, low plank, up dog, down dog, leg up in the air, some kind of warrior one or two or you know something low putting a lot of thighs I guess but it's, it's power so that it's a lot of strength in that uh, Bikram is strength flexibility it's like a pretty even torture session on all parts so Wednesday was good <laughs> so Thursday I do the 9am with Anna Anna's amazing uh, her energy could light Mexico City for 
a year. Um, she's got very, very good words. She was talking about like not being able to beat it with resistance, but with love and calming your inner self and just breathing and, you know, being thankful for what you can do. So that was good. 5.30 with Mark was great. I was very happy. Uh, had some, well, you know, as usual, I had some stuff I was having trouble with, uh, right balancing stick. I always had a right balancing stick. Left side's pretty good. Um, ooh, yeah, all the standing series is very challenging to me. As was the standing, the balancing standing series. You've got three in a row, standing separate leg, head to knee, standing bow pulling pose, and then balancing stick, and they're all one-legged, and your your knee is locked, your leg is solid, and your <laughs> body down, leg up. Uh, they're fun because <laughs> you're like, um, so those doesn't go well, but it's okay because you know I do. I sometimes it's better, and they are better. And you know, I think Mark. I don't think, but Mark was talking about, and I agree that the beauty of the practice is that it's the same postures every time. So you can use them as a gauge, either daily or, you know, years from now. You can go, oh, you know, I can, I can do this. I can do that. And so I was very excited. Thank you for reminding me. It just made me think. I, I have to invite somebody to come because in 10 days I'll be teaching my first class for the union, like for my final, and and it's a very small community of people that do yoga. I think, well, comparatively, you know, it's maybe like the amount of people that do soccer, or you know, it's just it's not the amount of people that do football or CrossFit. So it's a good gauge, see where you're at, what you can do, how you're doing. And so the second class was was good. I sweat a lot. I was probably dehydrated since Wednesday, and you know, doing two yoga classes a day can be hard to get back up on your water. I really needed an IV, but I don't have an IV, so I was trying to gulp water. I didn't eat. I wasn't hungry. I don't like to go into a yoga class with either a full stomach or a full bladder. Uh, it can prove some serious suffering. <laughs> so, uh, especially a lot of the compactions, you're compressing your abdominal area and, oh, no good to have food in there. And, uh, it was actually a posture called the wind removing posture, Pavan Pavana Muktasana. And I wind removed myself out in the third one. Um, <laughs> I needed to go to the bathroom bad. I was like, oh. And because I, you do uh, compression on your ascending, descending, and transverse colon. 
So whatever I had in there was like, I got to come out. So it, it's about three quarters of the way through. I did a couple more, got to camel, was super dizzy, and, and just laid down for the remainder of the class. Uh, but I was bonked. I reached my limit because I've been working on this idea. Um, Jesse Eisler had had David Goggins live with him for a month. And David Goggins made him do all kinds of crazy stuff. And there was where they made him run like every four hours, four miles for, I think it was 24 hours. And so I'm like, well, what if we did a class, a 90 minute class every four hours for, you know, 12 hours, midnight to midnight. Uh, let's see, I went from nine, well, the 7.30 ended at nine, so 12 hours. I got three, well, I got two and three quarters. <laughs> but the only rule of Bikram Yoga is you just have to stay on your mat. And, excuse me, in that essence, I completed my task. I stayed on my mat. At the end, I was barely, I was like laying half on my mat, half on the ground, just like, oh. Um, I overheated. The The need to go to the bathroom was going to kill me. And, and I was dehydrated, which led to my overheating. Um, so I got out, walked outside of the class, sat down just, you know, in their uh, kind of waiting lobby area. And, and then I told Jan, like, I need a trash can. And I just threw up uh, all water, which was nice because had it been, you know, food or bile or, you know, I don't know if you've ever uh, threw up and, you know, when your, your vomit comes out your nose and whatever you had was spicy or carbonated or something and your nose is all like, ah, uh, I've had that, but that didn't happen. Yes. Like I said, it was all water. So I was very happy. And I think I threw up like three, four times and then I felt better. Uh, I mean, I was still bonked and could not have made another class if my life depended on it at that point. Uh, and then it was a rough night of, um, well, because I still hadn't eaten. And I think I, I ate... Alright, so if you're into organic, vegan, there's a place on Callahan and 10 called Chickpeas. They make... I see, I don't think it's a kolache. I think it's more of an empanada, but uh, they make these vegan kolaches and they make one with chorizo and potatoes. Uh, a, a vegan chorizo. And then they make one with... Um, it's a papas rancheras, so it's just potatoes and spaghetti sauce, basically, and they are awesome. And I had half a one before the nine, and then I finished the the other half after the class, and then oh, I think I had some wheat thins and some turkey salad some water throughout the day maybe drink mm, 80 ounces which on a normal day would be fine but if you're dehydrated 
I needed more. And then, and that was at like three when I ate, because I didn't want to go into the class hungry, and I figured I had enough reserves to, uh, to hold me off. I was kind of right. Because <laughs> it wasn't, excuse me. I had enough energy. It was I was dehydrated and I overheated. I overheated in Iraq in 2006, and it was bad. I mean, I was. It was hot. I was in a uh, dry suit, diving for body parts in the uh, in a river. Um was not pretty had, so imagine being in Iraq in the middle of summer in black vulcanized rubber <laughs> yeah that's about how good it went so that's that's about what happened last night was I just like bonked myself out um, so I, over, I can overheat and then I've had frostbite a couple times so I'm very susceptible to heat injuries, and uh, so I generally try to, like, if I'm overheating, get into some water, and luckily the water heater's out at the house, so I Wim Hofed it, so it felt pretty good, Um, but I, I still, I couldn't eat, so last night my stomach was just like, nothing in it and um, just wasn't feeling all that froggy so it's very interesting because like I said I had this plan of cones doing so I mean I can do two in a day and and I'm pretty good I think this is because usually on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day I try to go for three or four and Usually, the the third uh, there was. I want to say last year, when I hit the third one, I wasn't too bad, but there have been years where it doesn't go very well. And the third one, and the first one, I'm pretty good. The second one, I'm okay, but I've sweat everything out. By the time I get to the third one, I'm swaying and I'm just you know, in the room, <clears throat> but I, you know, I figure if he could die for freedom, then I can do some hot yoga for him, and so I haven't worked my way up quite yet, but the the basis of this whole story is I knew where I was at, I knew what I could do, and when I got to that point, I just turned around and lay down, there's no ego, there's no like, I've got to keep going, <laughs> it's like, I am going to survive, I am going to, and I felt it like, on the third one, as soon as we were, started breathing, uh, my shoulders hurt, and <laughs> I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good, <laughs> and then, uh, I kind of, uh, I know a lot of people say, like, they judge, or, you know, how how's their class going to go, and it depends on, you know, at this posture, uh, usually half moon pose because that's the first posture 
how's their day gonna go? Um, happening wasn't too bad. I still got some stretching, but my shoulders were hurting. And I think that's where I started feeling it first, and then was a little dizzy. And but I was still still had a good form and good technique. It just wasn't as deep a a bend or a stretch that I normally have. So I held. I continued, I went as far as I could, and then when I couldn't go any further, I said, okay, let's rest. And I think that's good. I was happy with that. Because, like I said, I did the best I could, I held what I had, and I stayed in the room. So I completed my mission. It was not pretty, but... I was able to walk away from it on my own, drove home, which was fine. In fact, actually, after I threw up, I felt so much better and was actually color again, and and I, f- I felt good, especially compared to what I had been feeling. So um, know yourself, know your limits, know where you're at, know what you can do. You know, had that been underwaters or a run or you know whatever I would have been alright I'm pausing here or I'm walking here or I've reached my limit and I'm going to stop and what else the, this goes back to the book club we were talking on uh, Tuesday I was telling them about like when I'm stressed or worried um, I sweat and I know when I'm sweating in certain parts that, that I'm stressed. I'm like, oh, you know, okay, I'm, I'm worried about this. And it, I think it sounds kind of funny, but it, years and years of being in trouble, you, you figure out when, when you're worried and when you're not worried. <laughs> so, and uh, it goes back to uh, the usual suspects. It says, how do you spot the guy who's guilty? It's the guy who's sleeping in the jail, right? And in the lockup because he's been caught so he can drop his guard he's got nothing to worry about so he's just like gonna get some sleep because he knows it's gonna be a long one uh I pay attention to those kind of things I mean that's what you have to do and you should know your body and um I'll give you a for instance so like um if any of you guys have gone to counseling and you like, you get something heavy off your your chest. I'll go home, fall. I'm automatically asleep. Like I'll be exhausted because either I was holding on to something, or because I let go of something, and it just was like a relief. Just whew. so it's good to know your limits. And we we teach you that you have no limits because you need to. Uh, stop believing you have limits because you you will cheat yourself out of things that you should be doing and trying and feeling and and going through but you do have limits in that you are a human being so we all have limits but they're they're not the limits that you think they are there's there's more in there especially if you got some willpower and uh some resiliency and you just want to you know you believe in what you're doing so you're doing your best 
then I think that those are good and so you push yourself to your limits and yesterday I definitely pushed myself to my limit Um, but I'm very happy about it because like I said I didn't die I stayed in the room I completed my mission and I learned and did what I was supposed to do and that's what's important so it was a good time (laughs) nobody died and I am better for it because now I can talk to you guys about going to your limit and uh, it's been a while not that I don't try you know I mean two hot yogas in a day is not easy Uh, three is definitely not easy Uh, but swimming underwater and all the things I do you know I've been doing it for so long that I'm, I'm pretty good I mean I'm not the best but I'm steady and I keep going and slow and steady wins the race so that's what I do and that's what you need to do so keep striving keep thriving keep trying the answers will come and you will be a better human being for having done it and the world will be a better place for you having pushed yourself to do it. And if guys could survive the Baton Death March, if people can, you know, get through this, get through that, why can't you get through this, get through that? So push yourself, know yourself have a buddy take care of yourself and uh, do the best you can and you know if you gotta take a knee take a knee gotta lay down in uh, savasana lay down in savasana you gotta take a child's pose take a child's pose get some air refresh think I was I was actually trying to think cooler thoughts uh, lighter thoughts it helped a little bit but I was pretty bonked. So, lesson learned. We'll work up. Eventually we will get our... four ninety minutes in a... 24-hour period. Well, that's not bad, because that's just two a day. Um, I think that's pretty easily doable. I believe. Yeah, because I can do two a day. Shoot, we used to, I get... Yeah. Two days, not too bad. Especially if you're drinking water. Uh, back to back? Mm, it's not too bad, but... It's not too good either. <laughs> so I hope you're well. And uh, we'll chat later. Thanks for listening. Here we are.